Hey guys, I'm Michaela. And I'm Amanda. And this is Crime in the Dark. Welcome, bitches. No kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. You're all bitches, but I love you. All right. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back, guys. And we are here for another true crime, and it is unfortunately an unsolved murder. Oh. Yes. This is Michaela's episode, and so she's going to take it away. Yep. So I decided I wanted to do The Girl Behind Amber Alert. So, yeah, and I don't even know anything about this, so I'm super excited. They're not super excited, but you know what I'm saying. I see this every week. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is an unsolved uh, murder. Mm-hmm. And so even to this day, it is unsolved. That's sad. A girl named Amber Hagerman was nine years old with a full life ahead of her. She lived with her mom and little brother in Arlington, Texas. It was a cold winter when Amber and her five-year-old brother, Ricky, visited their grandparents. Galinda and Jimmy Whitson were pleased to see their grandchildren and their grand and their daughter, Donna. It was January 12th, 1996, around 3 p.m. when the children and their mother arrived. As the children often did when they visited their grandparents' house, they asked if they could ride their bikes. Since Donna used to bike near bike near the house often, they did not give a second thought and allowed them to go. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's safe. It's not a problem. It was so normal. Absolutely normal for them. Uh, Donna told them not to go further than a block, but they did not listen. But Amber and Ricky, right? I don't mean to laugh like that. I'm sorry, but fucking kids, dude. You're like, it's don't do thing. this. Don't do that. They're like... Ugh. It's a kid thing. They never listen. It, it's one of those things that it's very rare that they ever listen. Yes. And so I'm not victim blaming, blaming at all oh, either. Not, like, not at all. No, this is... It's always about... The person who did it. The person who committed the crime. It's their fault. Yeah, it is nowhere near the children's fault. No. It is nowhere near the parents' fault. No, I don't it think is. so either. Um, Amber and Ricky pedaled to the Win Dixie grocery store, which was two blocks away from the house. Ricky got worried and thought about what his mother had said. He told Amber that he was going to go back and left. When Ricky arrived home, his mother and grandparents asked where Amber was. After telling them what happened, they sent Ricky back to bring uh, their sister home. And it was actually um, Grandpa. It was like the Grandpa and Ricky. They hopped in the truck and went down back to the Winn-Dixie. And how old was Ricky? Uh, five. Yeah. So they had she, Oh, damn. So nine. She was nine. That, it's hard to wrap my head around that a five-year-old is that like... Okay, keep going. That's a lot, though. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was actually, so they, Grandpa and Ricky ended up getting in the truck and driving down to Lindexley. Okay. They're like, okay, no, Amber can't be there by herself. However, it was too late. Amber had been kidnapped off her bike. So, so sad. At the Lindexley, all that was left was her bike. Aww. 
looks horrible. A witness, a neighbor nearby, told police he saw a man get out of a black pickup truck, grab her off her bike, and force her into the truck as she kicked and screamed. The driver fled the scene with Amber. The this happened approximately 3.30 in the afternoon, and because the 6 p.m. news was the only way to get the information out, the family had to wait. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? So two and a half hours just to fucking get it onto the news? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so... I mean, we all know the first 48 right mm -hmm. there. Oh, that gives me, like, goosebumps to make my body so... And this is why she is the reason behind the Amber Alert. Is because it took them two and a half hours to even get any information out. It's terrible. This case uh, was soon to be the front page of the newspapers. Police and FBI did the best investigating. Um, did their best investigating the case. They put pictures of Amber everywhere in the hopes of getting other witnesses who had seen the incident. Donna was on television pleading with the stranger who abducted Amber to let her free. Uh, despite all the hard work, nothing came back. A reporter that became a family friend um, turned the documentary of a single mom on welfare into a documentary of finding Amber. So this reporter was trying to do a documentary of single moms on welfare and had been with Amber, Ricky, and Donna for months, became really close with them. Oh, shit. Donna calls her right away to tell her Amber is missing. She drops everything, and her entire crew comes running because they've all become family to them. And she turns this entire documentary from a single mother on showing what it's like to be a single mother on welfare at that time into... um finding amber uh the original documentary had been going on for months and the crew got really got to really know the hagerman family once finding out amber had is missing uh her mom donna williams called amber's father who was no longer in the relationship with but wanted um there to help look and be able to have someone to lean on each other well yeah and they tried to find and look for their little girl oh my god that's so horrible dude yeah. Well, so apparently the father was like a, in a way abusive to Donna, and that's why they split. Um, but he'll he'll tell you that he's not abusive. He was never abusive. Of course. I mean, fucking piece of shit abusers never admit that they're abusers. They they're narcissists. They just continue abusing and yeah. blaming, victim blaming. Yep. Fucking so. disgusting. But anyways. Um, but because he was Amber's father, she calls him, let well, yeah. know, and he was there right away to be there for anything and everything because like, well, that was already good of him for that part. From what it seemed, Donna was the only one that got abused. The children never did. Yeah. But so, I mean. But it does not state that. No, Donna it doesn't make it okay. Yeah. Does not state that Donna should have went No. Trigger warning. Let me state this now. Trigger warning. Oh, I'm not already. Okay. Skip ahead if you do not want to hear this. Skipping, skipping, skipping. I can't skip. You Can I skip? Can't. I'm skipping. La, 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 la. Four days after Amber, <laughs> she's still talking. Uh, kidnapping Amanda walking. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at Amanda and how she said, oh, no, she's still talking. <laughs> <laughs> not the story. No. 
A man walking his dog found Amber's naked body in a creek mm. about four miles from where she was abducted. Autopsy oh. results revealed she had bloody and bruises all over her body and had died from a cut wound from the neck. Mm. Oh my god, what a horrible way to die, that poor baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mickey. I thought she was found naked, bloodied, bruised, and it was a slash to the neck. That poor baby. Uh, I believe there's more. I believe there was more in this. Police believe the suspect is a white or Hispanic man who was in his 20s or to 30s in, the, in 1996. He is believed to be shorter than six foot and has medium build and brown or black hair. He had a black 1980s or 90s full-size fleet-side pickup truck with a short wheeled base single cab and clear rear windows there is no chrome or stripping and no visible damage to the truck and that's all from white uh not uh, from witnesses eyewitnesses all from eyewitnesses from 1996 this is still stated for to this day wow the investigators had many theories on what caused her abduction to do um, to do the abductor to do this, and nothing helped move the investigation along. Uh, to this day, this case is still unsolved. They had no, they do believe that uh, with new technology, they will be able to catch her killer. That is why I put that description in there. Mm-hmm. They do believe in the TV show I watched. Like, they were looking at the dad's best friend. They looked at neighbors. They looked at, I think, um, a child uh, predator that was in the area. Mm-hmm. All were cleared. But they looked at numerous people in the area. That's so sad, dude. Amber's death inspired Dana Simmon from Dallas, Texas. Simone. Dana Simone from Dallas, Texas to call an area radio station and ask if local broadcasters could team up with police to get information out immediately following child abductions that could change thousands of lives wow later that year dallas fort worth broadcasters established a a coordinated system with police so they could warn the public when a child was kidnapped and in danger the alert uh has amber's name but stands for America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response. It's wow. Now known as Amber Alert. Wow. Other states and communities soon set up their own Amber plans. Uh, not to go back real quick, because I don't mean to interrupt you, but did they name did they name it after her? Um, or was it just something that they were like, this is becoming too much? Because it's interesting that it's America, like the name of America's Missing, missing Broadcast Emergency Response. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's different. So it almost makes me wonder. It didn't state, it didn't say. Okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. I don't know. But that's interesting. But because of this case, though, Mm -hmm. it made it to where they realized this is not okay. No, it's not. To be able to get this information out sooner and faster. Yeah. So then this doesn't happen to another child. Exactly. Um... 
Other states and communities soon set up their own AMBER plans as an idea that spread across the nation. As of May 1st, 2022, the AMBER Alert program has contributed to the recovery of 1,114 children and wireless emergency alerts have resulted in the rescue of 123 children. Wow. There, has, there are 82 AMBER Alert plans throughout the nation. Wow. The plan is in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, and the United <laughs> Virgin Islands. Sorry, guys. The system is used internationally in 31 countries. Wow. They have, this is broadcasted. You okay? Yep, I feel like I'm going to have a coughing attack, but I'm okay. Then since 1996, I've broadcasted this so such a wide net to help so many kids however hold on i'm sorry we'll be right back uh <laughs> intro music outro <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. It is Mandacum Breathes. I, I died. I'm now dead, and I'm haunting you forever. So, unfortunately, there are certain circumstances to be able to use mm. the Amber Alerts. Okay. Uh, the Protect Act passed in 2003 with established the role of Amber Alert, coordinated with the Department of Justice. The department guidance on criteria for issuing an AMBER alert is listed below. The one, there's a reasonable belief by the law enforcement that abduction has occurred. Two, the law enforcement agency believes that the child is in immediate danger of serious bodily injury or death. Damn. Three, there is enough descriptive information about the victim and the abduction for the law enforcement to issue an Amber Alert to assist the recovery of the child. Four, the abduction of the child age 17 or younger. Five. I had to make sure <laughs> I was on the right number there. No, you're good. The child's name and other criteria elements include the child abduction flag have been entered into the National Crime Information Center system. Wait, what does that mean? Um, it is a type of system I'm assuming that the police enforcement have to actually input them into. Okay, so it's like a, like it goes out uh, nationwide to all the police stations or something about like, like a bolo, like a be on the lookout for, I'm assuming, type of thing? Okay. Um, and I believe they have to meet at least all or most of this criteria okay. to be used um for the Amber Alert system. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Um, so an Amber Alert doesn't just go out. Well, yeah, because everybody and their mom would be calling, you know, kid didn't come home because yeah. they're pissed off and now they're an Amber Alert, so. But if we listen to a lot of podcasts, mm. which we do, <laughs> how many times? Hi, it's me. How many times have we heard an officer state, don't worry, she ran away, she'll call Oh, God. Don't, don't worry. Yeah, no. She's at her friend's house, or he's at a friend's house. 
They'll, they'll come. They're just teenagers doing teenager things. Like, yeah, okay, I get that. But still, like... And next thing you know, no, you're right. Later, they're dead. You're totally right. You're totally right. And nowadays, with all the technology we have, like my child's location, I know exactly where she's at with her phone at all times, as long as she has her phone. You know, but or if it's not turned off, doctors think about that now, mm-hmm. and they'll throw that damn phone out the window. Yeah, they'll smash it. Yeah, they'll go to straight up. You're not so long. <laughs> my ring goes to all this stuff nowadays. Mind you, I do think that most of these cases I do listen to nowadays is pre, like, all before 1996, before Amber Alert Eva became a okay. Yeah. And, but still, when you tell an officer, my child is missing, they're not here. They don't know where they are. Do not tell the parent, oh, they're princess. Yeah. Oh, they ran away. Oh, no. Right. I'm sure they'll be back in the morning. The parent knows the child better than you do. That's true. And I actually do believe it's one case that I did listen to. I believe it was morbid. It was a 12-year-old girl or something along those lines. And I believe it was the UK. Because um, they kept saying mum. Okay. Mum. I believe it was more of a recent er case. I think it was 2013. And they did that. Okay. It was a little baby. Oh, they probably ran away. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it is sad on how much we just act like it's not a thing. Like at all. I don't know. To conclude, if this was out during, if Amber Alert was out during the time that Amber went missing, there would have been a much higher chance of saving her life and getting some trouble. This is the only good thing to come out of Amber's death. Yeah. That we can actually try our best to save other kids who are abroad families. Uh, may Amber actually rest in peace and they find her killer sooner rather than later. I know. Mind you, this was in 1996. We are house of on 23. Her killer has still not been caught. If anyone has information on the abduction and the murder of Amber Hackerman, to um, I ask you to call Arlington Police Detectives at 817-575-8823. Please do, guys. If you have any tips or anything, give her family everything. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Okay. Yeah, all anonymously. You do not have to call and give your name. But... Unless you're the piece of shit that did this, then just confess everything and rot in hell, you fucking piece of Uh, shit. Highly recommend the documentary uh, Amber, the Girl Behind the Alert on Peacock. Okay. Absolutely phenomenal. Wow. Loved it. That was sad. But I mean, something good did come of it, but it's sad that we didn't have anything in place before then. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't something that we thought about before 96. I... And it's kind of crazy to me. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's kind of crazy to me that the those numbers that you read, that, it, I mean, it's working, but it's not working as great as it could. We only hit a thousands and the hundreds in 2022. Oh, wow. We have a million billion in our United States to nations. Yeah. Why isn't it doing more? That's what I'm saying. 
But that, that, see, that you're going to get me going down the rabbit hole, girl. You're going to get me going down the rabbit hole of the whole sex trafficking with like Hollywood and things like that and people that go missing and that just never, nothing's ever done about it. Like, but yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother one that we'll cover eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. And then <laughs> saw an article today that an infamous, um, violent predator might be getting released on parole soon mm-hmm. and his trial is october of this year and i want to cover i want to cover his case uh well i want to cover i want to cover colleen's case yeah i don't want to cover him but i want to cover colleen it's yeah. Cameron hooker oh shit mm-hmm. he's up for that. parole i saw it today he's up for parole in october oh so i want to cover colleen now that he's gonna get it I hope not. Is he in California? Uh, I think it's like mid-California. Okay. Like Central. So there's a 99% chance he'll get out then. Because that's what but, we do here. Yeah. But I want to... Which Colleen's at every single one of his hearings. Every single one protesting. Good. Uh, oh, what a strong, strong individual. My God. She's amazing. And that's why I want to cover it. Definitely. Um, but I want, he was supposed to have a hearing or something a couple of days ago on the 27th, but because of COVID, someone got COVID and uh, when the lawyers did, it got moved to October. Mm. Yep. Well, hopefully he does not get that appeal or does not get released. And hopefully he spends the rest of his shitty little life behind bars. Yeah. Because that's where he deserves to be. He is a disgusting human beef. Yeah. And if you guys haven't heard about him before, just wait for our episode because we will cover Cameron Hooker and Colleen. Um, Colleen is a very strong human being who is thriving in life and Cameron deserves to rot. Yep. But there's a little news for you that a very um, violent sexual predator might be getting released in Let's hope he does it. That's just, that's so disturbing. Mm-hmm. That's so disturbing. Very disgusting news I got today. <sighs> oh, man, you guys, yeah. that's a lot. So here we are. We have another, this is episode 13. Yeah. Yeah. We're Plus one right. listener tell volume. <clears throat> and there we go. Me coughing. I had to cough on. Hopefully, Michaela can block that out. We'll but don't look at it, Pex. I tried. <laughs> But yes, guys, we appreciate you for tuning in and listening to us as usual. Um, Again, send in your listener tells. We are compiling for our next episode. Um, You can send those over to beautyandcrime22 at gmail.com along with any recommendations of any stories that you'd like us to cover, whether it be true crime or paranormal. We cover it all. So bring it in. Missing persons that you'd like us to talk about um, will definitely definitely bring that uh to the table too um unsolved murders cults all of it it. michaela's on a cult kick so if any of you guys have any cult-like experiences send them over i'm sure you would tickle her i am on a hint kick (laughs) with it i just watched a documentary on waco i am which i'm surprised she already doesn't have a book written for it on waco because she's our little writer I should just have her write out the podcast episodes and then we'll just do that. That's what I'm telling you. That's <laughs> the of my episode. She's like, just a little bit. I'm having, like, I go on benders. But yeah. 
Um, and where can they find us, Michaela? Um, Instagram and Facebook at Crime in the Dark. And you can also check out our merch on Etsy with all of our cool sweaters, cups, mugs, and sweatpants. Yes. And in the meantime, babes, we hope you keep it creepy. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>